If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Depression with Casey Moran. I am Casey Moran, and uh, this is the first episode I've recorded in about two weeks. I've got some in the can, but like, and that just means like I have ones that I recorded before that I haven't aired yet. But that being said, um, I'm just excited to be here and and doing this. And I have a very special guest who uh, is just in town for a couple days, so we had to do it on a Tuesday morning. We're drinking Coors Lights at 10 a.m. Simi Valley for sure. Um, so it's very, very awesome to introduce the gal, or excuse me, I'm just fucking this up already. Already. Whatever. Um, the, the guest I have today is my friend, Galaxy. Galaxy, what's up, man? Not much, man. How's things? Things are good, dude. I'm excited that, uh, that you can take the time to do this. Uh, I know you're only in town for a short while, but, um, we, we talked, I, I talked to you about this a month ago-ish and you said you were coming in town and I was like, let's just have a conversation. And it's so different. When even though I was like, oh, it's just a conversation and mics are here, it's just a whole different vibe. It's totally different than what I expected because the conversation you had, we had on the phone was roughly about 45 minutes long and we basically kind of did this already once. Yeah, yeah. So to kind of touch base on a few of the things that we sure. already talked about. Right. But, but it's still going to be organic because there's going to be different things that come out. And um, absolutely, you know, I, I was going through a list of people that I wanted to interview at some point, And I have like a, a long list of people that I want to interview that I, I've grown up with and comedians and people in the mental health field and just a ton of people. But then like because this is such a personal podcast, I needed to go through a list of people that were near and dear to my heart that, listen, a lot of listeners might not know who they are, but if you hear their story, you might you know, think, oh, I could relate to this. So um, Galaxy has an interesting story because just like everybody else, um, we all have something messed up. Everybody's got problems and people think, oh, no, like that person's so innocent. There's nothing. Everybody's fucked up at some point. He's the nicest guy in the world. Doesn't what, matter. What in the world could possibly be wrong right. with him? Yeah. You know, their family's rich, but, you know, yeah, there's always something. Not my family. No, 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 no. My family's not mine either if you guys want um, to adopt casey and i that'd yeah, be awesome can you can you adopt the 29 year old and the 31 year old it's either that or kidnapping i guess i guess which way you look at it yeah well is it kidnapping or is it adult i don't get it um <laughs> so uh i've never even thought of that like what if you do get kidnapped at 18 you're like ah you're an adult so it's adult napping tough shit yeah um well so the thing is you had a really interesting take when we talked about it originally what you said was you think Mental illness for sure is is a real thing, but you said something that contributes to problems these days right now is social media. Absolutely. I yeah, and I agree on that. Elaborate on that a little bit because I think we grew up in a time where before the MySpace, before really internet, before computers. Yeah, I mean there were there were home computers, but they were really old school, like Doogie Hauser looking. Yeah, but we were yeah. playing Oregon Trail. Yeah, we yeah. 
We weren't online. Surfing for porn. Right. We weren't creating. A- Trust me, when that came, I was surfing for porn when that was a when that was a thing. But, um, but yeah, no. And we had the dial up. We had. Listen, we had it rough, guys. Yeah, we were young. We, we had first weird. world problems. <laughs> um, but yeah, elaborate on on what your take is on social media and how it kind of contributes to some of the personal problems that you see today. So, so my take on social media, I think we're all guilty of it. Um, you and I both mm-hmm. use social media um, as an outlet, as a tool, as a as a business, mm-hmm. um, and we're both guilty of posting up things. Getting a response, getting what you want. The thing with social media is it allows you to be someone who you're most of the time not. You you can post things and just be super positive. Oh, I love my wife. I love my wife, my kids, my wife, my kids, my wife. But when all reality, you're sitting at home every night drinking Jim Beam till you pass out, and your relationship isn't what it looks like. Um, when you get online and you create these profiles, as everybody uh-huh. says, you're creating a character. Right. Now, if you choose to be real and you choose to post, you know, every single day, almost like a blog, it's it's a bit different than the Instagramming of like, oh, here's my kitty. Here's this. Here's that. And I think what it does is it allows people to put on a mask. And I know that, you know, you've dealt with depression for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have anxiety. Um, I think most people have anxiety. I have it a little bit different than most. We'll touch base on that later. Um, but it, it just—it's this weird outlet that we've—it's a facade. It's a video game. It's—it's it's mm-hmm. living through a computer. It's living through your cell phone. I mean, right. it's hiding behind your keyboard. Right. Essentially. Exactly. Yeah. And we all know how bullying works and all that, you know. And cyberbullying is—it's insane. Just as bad, if not worse, it's it can insane. be. Because like people. You can, if you know computers at all, you can, you know, kind of hide and not. Well, here's the thing. I can, I can sit here and make you cry. Right. And then choose to stop because I feel bad because I can physically can see, see the emotion in mm-hmm. your face or not. You right. Know? But behind the keyboard, behind this, this weird thing, you can't, you can't see that. Your emotion isn't emotion. It's, it's you and words and it's all translated. You ever sent out a text message to somebody? And one word was different, and they took it completely the wrong way. Well, yeah, because with, with text messages, there's no way to show emotion. Um, it's like it's like a, a, emojis is as close as we get to expressing emotion via text. Like you can take something so simple, like if you say the letter K instead of OK, people like go, "Well, they don't care." But it's like, no, it was just a, it was I'm lazy, and it was easier to write. Yeah, absolutely than, no, right. Okay. But like you can take it the wrong way. It's all context. It's like. Uh, I am a I'm a phone call person more than a text person. You know that as well. Yeah, so you I, and I talk to each right. other. Always have been. It's Always. Like, it, because you know, if I said the same thing I said to you, and I heard your voice saying it, I would not take it the same way if you read it. And I've had problems with that with girls where they're like, "I don't like how you worded that." I'm like, "Well, if you heard it, it might sound better." I'm not saying that I could have worded it better. I I could have probably, but at the end of the day, it's like. Emojis is as close as you get, and that's not, that's nothing. I mean, it's just a fucking little symbol. But my thing is like, we grew up in a time where we're like the last generation of like playing in the street. And like, yes, technically with Pokemon Go that you can kind of see that now, but it's not, it, dude, it's just as dangerous, if not more. It's insane. Right. So, um, my thing is like, um, I believe that we have that last generation of like, playing playing until the streetlights go on and like you know 
you were doing more activities and you don't see as much obesity. You see, I learned how to network as a young kid in the streets by Parkview Center Elementary. Like that helped grow me into the person I am today. So if you're hiding behind your social media, like I understand it's great for business. I understand as a comedian, it's, you have to use it. It's a tool. Right. I mean, there, there are comics that would be further that I know personally would be further had they know how to market themselves. Absolutely. They're older comics. They don't like doing this. Even when you get tagged, they're like, I don't get it. And it's not, I'm very fortunate for knowing technology in that matter. But like, I have also wasted so much of my time on Facebook and MySpace and Instagram and Twitter and you know I mean, how Snapchat. Many t- how many times you get up in the morning? Your first thing you, you look get a cup of phone. coffee, you drink a beer. I don't care what. It I is. look at my phone before I do any of that. The first thing you roll over. Yeah. Oh, it's charged. Oh shit! I didn't charge it. Mm-hmm. You know that set that little right. moment of like, oh fuck! Yeah. I have fifteen percent battery. I'm an idiot. Right. Like, does it? It, it, it's, just, it, it controls you. Right. And, right. and it's it's not that technology is bad. It, it serves a purpose. There are good things in technology, but there's a lot of evil things in technology too, just like anything else, really. Absolutely. When you see a seven or ten year old kid with an iPhone that costs, mm. in all reality, six or seven hundred dollars, right, for the for the phone itself without the plans. For that, right? Yeah, and, and and it's weird to to give even children this access. I mean, right. like, so for me, like with anxiety and stuff, I found myself doing it when I lived here in California. Um, I found myself creating, I'd be stressed out. I'd be freaking out inside. Right. Anxiety through the roof. I'm worried about the lug nuts on my car, if the hinges are tightened on the doors, you know, weird little things that don't necessarily matter to normal people. Right. Who's really normal these days. Yeah. I don't think, Um, if you're normal, you're born. But you've seen it. You've seen my social media thread and and we we even talked about this in the last year or so. It's changed dramatically. I mean, you need to keep it because it's... You might not have some of the people's numbers on there. It's an easy way to get a hold of people. A hundred percent, dude. It's like, you know, messenger. You know what's weird is I, I just had this conversation with a comic and I, I book a lot of comedy shows, but there's people that I book all the time that I don't have their numbers. Right. Like all I do is Facebook message yeah. them. And it's like, and it sucks because I love, if past guests, Mike Bobbitt, Ryan Bud's like, actually I think I have Ryan Bud's number, but, but Mike Bobbitt's a guy that he's a guest on uh, Infamous Chronicles. He's going to be a guest on Discussing Depression. He's a guy that, I talk to more than 80% of the comics that I work with and I somehow only message him. Jolene Lunzer, another, another uh, guest, future guest, I should say. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's, you know what, you know what's crazy about it? And I, I'm, I'm cynical because what I do every, almost every night, I post something on Facebook at like nine or 10, a right. crash, just so I can wake up and it's like a Christmas present. I right. see all the oh, notifications. Look at, oh, I look how many yeah. likes I got. Oh, oh man. Or somebody terrible. comments and I'm almost this. 30 years old and right. I'm looking for likes. It's like, and, and let, let me tell you, I, I didn't have any problem getting attention from my parents. It wasn't like I, I have daddy issues, if you will. And so I need like, you know, approval. It's that I have ADHD and, uh, I'm still 29, but I act like I'm 21 and like I need that, that love from people that I don't really know. It's weird. Right. It's a and it's, thing. it's, a, it's an affirmation. Affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Affirmation. It's an work. affirmation for, for something that, and it, and it may not be wrong. Don't get no. me wrong. I mean, if you're a photographer or you're a, I mean, in your case, a comic and you post a joke, uh-huh. it's one thing, but the only reason I post jokes on Facebook, now the only reason is so I can date it, and I can if if somebody steals my joke, then you then have I can go. Proof. I don't know, man. I did it on this day, right? Um, and I've had to do that one other time. So I was like, well, I I mean, this is how I worded it, and 
there's going to be similar premises all throughout. If you're doing topical jokes, I mean, feel free, you're going to, I've had people come up to me and go, I've heard that joke before. And I'm like, well, it's a pretty common it's situational. Theme. Right. We're all in the same damn situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my point is, um, I think like with, with that social media, um, as good as it, it can be for certain things. Um, it's, you're, you're, you're not living life. And this is my personal opinion. Perfect example. Ari Shafir is one of my favorite comics. Um, he's a very busy guy. He has his own Comedy Central show that's not happening and all this stuff. So, and he's touring all over the place. So he was like, I can't do this anymore. So he got a flip phone. He got a flip phone because he said that he would wake up every day and spend hours on his phone. And then he said, and I saw myself like if I was walking down Sunset Boulevard and seeing like a street performer, I would, uh, or Hollywood Boulevard or whatever, I would stop, take the video for a little bit and then keep walking instead of enjoying what was happening in front of me. Um, he said it's harder to market because he has to like, you know, go on his laptop to, to Twitter and all that. You can like text on Twitter, I guess, through, through his phone, but he goes, it takes longer. So that part's a downfall, but he's living life. Like when I had a flip phone, dude, I would look at it in the morning, see if I had a text, but I wasn't on it more than five right. seconds. I've, bro- a I've broken hundreds of phones in my life. Right. I'm the worst when it comes to a cell yeah. phone. I just, it's too small or it's too big mm-hmm. or it falls or whatever. Girls have the same problem with that. Hey-o. <laughs> Hey-o. <laughs> um, but the best thing I ever did was, was similar to that was I went and got what you would consider a burner phone. Sure. A temporary Nokia C200, whatever Did it, it have space impact and yeah, Snake 2 and Snake 2 uh, right. Yeah. But like you said, I mean, I was off of Facebook for months because of that. Because I'm not going to go home, sit at a computer, right. and smash a bunch of keys. It's real easy during the, during the day to, to fuck around with this little tiny thing that's in your hand. And when you're so connected. It is, it is weird to know that like you have a computer in your pocket. Right. It's like it, it is a strange thing to know. Like, um, I know some adults that are pretty good at, at using their iPhones, and I'm like, I, I still like have to tell my mom, like, no, this is how you do it. But at the same time, they grew up at a different time. They could like our grandparents. If you told them that you can do all this stuff from from your phone, they'd be like, you're crazy, you're insane. Yeah, that's that's not happening. We just got to the moon. There's no way right. they're gonna make a little computer yeah. pocket thing. They're like, I just brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Got a cordless phone. That's yeah. That's what you're talking about. Um, four gigahertz. Yeah. Ugh. But my point is, um, I think like... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's social media. I, I thought it was a really interesting take because I'm not saying social media leads to depression, but what it does lead you to do is isolate, right. which is a big Absolutely. part of, 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 you know, like if I isolate and I'm not hanging out with people, chances are I'm on my phone or some type of, you know, device or social media, but thing. which gives you this false sense of actually being right. present. It does put a mask on you, dude. I mean, I have, I take medication and that puts a mask on me, right? This puts on a mask on you in a way where it's like, medication puts a mask on me like i feel like i'm not myself when i'm on it but at the same time i know i need it social media puts a mask on me like i'm a different person but like i'm a cooler person right doing, you're cool yeah, you're more yeah. accepted right i got know, 65 like, likes yeah, on that picture right. man i'm i'm cool yeah. and it's like at the end of the day you're not people are bored too they're done right. taking they're, a shit and just double just double tapping double tapping yeah. shit as it goes i mean you know even the 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 Tinders and the, the Zeusks or whatever the fuck these Tumblr little... And Tumblr and yeah. these weird... You have this false sense of being in a relationship with somebody that you don't even fucking know. Yeah. You really don't know them. Tinder, it, Tinder's interesting because, like, I'm I'm a big Tinder advocate. I know. But at the same time, um, I wouldn't... It's like, I do miss... Like, I, we were the last generation, too, that were at the bars before you had, um, you know, smartphones. So you can, like... You can like lie about your story, right? Before like googling their name, like, yeah. Oh, I think Casey's on Megan's Law. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not on Megan's Law, but um, but my point is like uh, you can totally um, you used to be able to just kind of like meet whoever and be whoever you want if you're in a small town. Now even like the smallest towns, they have these phones, and it's like you're connected on their Wi-Fi. These places, it's like. The thing it's it's insane what you can do. And listen, I've got a lot of work done on my phone, but at the same time, I've also spent so I've it's I've, it's, it's it's addicting. Dude. 70, it's an addiction. Seventy percent bullshit, thirty percent useful. I, I I think social media, smartphones, all that stuff, it's an addiction that people don't tap into enough. And I think what we're gonna start to see as time goes on is the physical addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, is the addiction to technology or that false sense of freedom that you right. have um, touching base on what you just said about having to be real when you show up somewhere with no profile, they don't right. have a way to look at you. They don't know that you, you said you're going to this event <laughs> when you I just show up when I, when I moved to Colorado yeah. and I live in this little town of 2,500 people, everybody knows everyone. It's like Gilmore girls. It yeah. was, it was, hi, I'm Justin. It's nice to meet you or right. galaxy. Yeah. Um, and, and then it was, oh, what's your last name? And then I would go back to these places because it is such an intimate right. thing. It's and people, real situation. And people would come back to me and be like, oh, man, yeah. remember that Ferrari you worked on? Or right. that was a really cool 54. You're talking two years ago. I posted something online and you went back. And, yeah. and it's weird to have that. Yeah. You, have, you know nothing about me. No. I didn't run out of this town. I didn't. I'm not escaping anything. Yeah. Besides wanting to better myself for my wife and my family right. to being more apt. I mean, when I was talking to you the other day, you know, skinning a rabbit while I was doing it. 
yeah. that's just it's a weird sense of right. what it is but i'm not that's who i am now. yeah you know it's weird like i went to my high school reunion uh in october how was that well um <laughs> here here's the thing i love the person that put it on so i will never say anything negative about it has nothing to do with what she did it was that this is this is all goes back to this conversation so i'm bringing it up um the point of going to a reunion is to catch up with people but because I knew what 80% of my class was doing, Everything at least them. what they were posting online, right. I didn't know the shit. But like, I knew that this person was divorced. I knew that this person uh, was killing it in you know being a lawyer. Right. I, I knew um, I knew this person moved to San Francisco. Like I knew all of that. So there was nothing to talk to. Like like, hey, how you doing? Well, I actually know how you're doing because you just posted two hours ago that you were so stoked to be here and blah blah. And you got a new job. So it's like, and yeah, house and, or whatever, and then like, yeah. yes, in a way, like I could be like, hey, you were you're in Colorado, right? And then like, part of them still is going like, how'd you know? Oh yeah, that's right. I put it on Facebook. Oh yeah, time. I told. Somebody. So it's like to me, it's like, um, it was one of those things where it was awkward, but it was even more awkward because we all knew. Like, I was awkward for me because I said I wasn't going originally, and I got so much hate—not hate. Not hate negativity like why wouldn't you go and like i'd say half the people that gave me shit for it didn't even show up so whatever but, but even, even that in itself like right. somebody gave you crap for a decision that you made yeah. in a public here's forum. why i made that decision it had nothing to do with the people it was that i am so honest on social media that people knew i was in a mental hospital and people knew i almost killed myself and people knew all this stuff why do i want to walk into a room when i know the thoughts of people going in the head like oh, oh shit, can't whispering. believe can, what a hero to, to walk in after doing all that yeah. not a hero but like like what a brave person, right? Like I, no, I don't want that pity. Um, but the truth is, the people that I hung out with are people I didn't see for a long time, and it was such a great uh, hang. Once once you get over that initial like ten minutes of like I don't want to see that person, but I didn't have people that I didn't want to see because I, I feel like I have a, a good enough reputation. It was I think that you and I both have a pretty yeah. solid reputation. For Listen, high school I mean, and... if there's people that I, I would rather not talk to, I would say hi to them and, and move on. But. Um, there wasn't really anybody there that I was like, oh, you're here. There were people there that didn't graduate that I was like, well, why, why did you make why? the cut? How'd you make yeah, the yeah, cut? Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's that has nothing to do with the person who put it on. I, I uh, my, my thing was – and I didn't even get to see the person who put it on. That's how busy she was. Oh, my wow. point is this. Uh, I also came late because my friend Kevin is ridiculous on time. Love you, Kevin. He'll be a, he'll be a guest. So anyways, uh, my thing is um, it was hard to, to, to like be in a situation where – you haven't seen somebody in 10 years, yet you feel like you have seen them, but the fact of the matter is you haven't. You only know the stuff that they're willing to post. Right. Which is like completely falsifying your life. I'm if I even if I'm really real and I post a lot of stuff, there's a lot of things I don't post. So I'm not letting you into my life enough to Some people were like, oh, I already know what people are doing because of Facebook, so I don't need to go. <sighs> That's bullshit too, because you need to have interaction, face-to-face interaction. Like I hate doing phone interviews because even though I'm okay at them, I would rather a face-to-face interview. I want to see this person selling this job to me more than like them probably scrolling on Facebook while they're just answering this, asking the same exact questions. Absolutely. And so it's like, um, I, I'd rather a phone call than a text, but I'd rather in like I would. I did an online class in college, and I fucking hated. It. They're like, hey, it's great. You can go on any, any hours you want. You just have to do it two hours a week. And I'm like, yeah, man, but I need. Face-to-face interaction with the professor. I'm a bad test taker. I need to be there every class. I need to have office hours. And I had a – it was a really hard class. I was like, I can't do this online. I was actually getting like a B in it. And I was like, I dropped it because I was like, 
I need, and I ended up getting a worse grade, but I would do that. I would do that again because I need the interaction of like face to face. I feel like it's more real and authentic. And, um, I love social media. I don't want to say that I, I hate it, but there are a lot of negative things. And I think that like, you're right. I think it's eventually going to come out that, um, that this is such, I mean, look at schools now. If we got like, now it's like, they say no cell phones, but bullshit that somebody can go 50 minutes without a cell phone. Check. You can just put checking. on a damn watch now. Right. And you can, you can check, sit yeah. and yeah. just kind of thumb. Can, and, yeah. 100%. And not, now the technology is bad. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's just that weird sense of creating like an ism that isn't, that doesn't exist. Yeah. And, it, and it's a mask that you can hide behind. And for people who actually have, I mean, like you, like you came out and you told the world, look, yeah. I have an issue. And it only affects me. Right. And you didn't allow it. It affects those around me. Right. For sure. But it like, it, it, it's, but over the starts past, I think over the past couple of years, I've yeah. really seen you turn it around to a giant positive thing Try so to. that it doesn't yeah. negatively impact somebody else's life. Right. And it's, it's not, it's, you're right. I mean, you're a human being. If you want right. to do that, do that. But, yeah. Yeah. But you, you've been so open and you use, you use, real life as your social media yeah you're around i've never seen somebody hustle the way you do getting around face to face uh telling people the same story over and over and over again i mean how many times have you told a depression story to somebody uh, well, you too know many do but i mean i appreciate that it's just um it's like it was cool because um i hang out with a lot of comedians now and i've had ones come up and go dude i would love to do your podcast i can't believe you can put that out there and like I didn't think I could tell my story, but now I feel like, you know, I can. And it's not me. It's that if you can, like, this stuff, you have to tackle this shit. If I hid behind my keyboard all the time and just, if I just posted about my depression and I didn't really seek it, like, I do go to therapy regularly and I do all the things that I need to do. And I, I don't drink like I used to. Um, I'm drinking right now at 10 in the morning. But, um, I, <laughs> vacation, I don't. man. Yeah, I know. Cheers. Well, vacation for you. It's vacation <laughs> for me. Um, but, uh, I think that um, I think it's it's one of those things where I know that I talked to somebody the other night that I'm hoping is a guest for a little bit, but I said I can't half-ass this because this podcast is therapy in a different way. This is me letting everything out, and I'm going to tell bits and pieces of my entire story throughout the episodes, um, and also get other people's stories like yours and, and a bunch of other people's, and it's and I think it's fascinating. I think that it could help someone, but it's like, if I, if I hold back at all, then I'm not doing what I wanted to do, which was get my story out to maybe help someone. I have to tackle issues that I suppressed for a long time that it will come out on this podcast. Um, and, and it's in just talking about it to this particular person that she might be on. She doesn't, she has to think about it. And it was one of those things where I was like, I get it. This is, this was a really scary situation um, let's, you know, like, why don't you think about it? And then let, let, you know, let's try it. She would call it. And regardless, my point is, um, I have to go, I have to share those stories that you talked about and I have to do all these things because if I hold back, then I'm doing what I didn't want to do, which was just kind of say, oh yeah, I have depression and this happened one time. But if I have, I have to let everything out, every suicide attempt, every, Everything, every friendship that I've lost, every, um, you know, thought in my head, all these things, um, 
that I didn't want to talk about, right. but I need to talk about. Absolutely. So to me, it's like it sucks because we're talking about social media yet the only reason people know about my podcast is social media social so it's, media. i know it's a completely it's a double-edged sword yeah, yeah, yeah it's a double-edged sword no matter how you look right, at it. right but i think what you're doing you know with social media i've seen you i've seen you reach out on social media personally sure. um, cry for help i've oh, yeah, shown yeah. up at your house within six or seven minutes yeah, with yeah, a, yeah. a busload of people behind me sure but I think the way you're you're using social media is the way it's designed to be used. Right. What, what we were talking about being this this weird whatever. I mean, I could change my. I mean, everybody does it now. You notice, like half the people on on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, uh-huh. it's a handle. It's a it's a different name. It's right. a pseudo something. But you know, it's pictures of them and their kids, their dogs, and all this. Right. Oh, but I don't want to be attached. Like, man, you're already attached. Like, you're already just because the name isn't correct, everybody knows. Do you think social media, in a way, is a cult? Yes, absolutely. Huh. Or a religion? Yeah. I mean, Could I guess be. they're both about the same thing, depending on how you look at yeah. it. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, it's all relative. I mean, I, I'm a religious person, but I don't. I don't. I can see why people look at it like that. I, I personally don't, but. Yeah. I don't think it's a brainwashing thing. It's one of those things where it's just you live life and, you know, you kind of figure out well, where look you're at your, going to be. Look at your feed. I mean, I don't have a phone in front yeah. of it. If you open Facebook right now, you're going to see about 90 posts about the the Republican yeah, National Convention, Democratic the Democratic night, one. Yeah. You know, there's just shit that you don't even – I mean, let's be honest. Politics these days I are, hate uh, politics, dude. It's a, it's a weird, weird thing. I, uh, I, I always say that religion and politics are things I don't, I don't ever plan on bringing up because um, I've seen friendships ruin it. And now – and this is hard too. This is very hard for me. But I don't even bring up sports nope. because, yeah. dude, I went to school for it. But I have got into the biggest arguments at P- at bars with guys that are hammered that are, that think, you know, Dodgers. It has nothing to do with teams I don't like. Even if they like, they're you know, it, regardless. Right. I can I can pull from my head statistics proving that this player is better than this player. Yet. They're all- hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Always going to believe what they're going to believe, just like politics and religion. And it's like, I've seen physical fights happen over sports. And oh, it's like, yeah. At the end of the day, How it's crazy like, is that? Yeah, dude. There, you it's don't the same people. And like, I, I love, a lot of my friends do this. But like, if you say, oh, we won tonight, I'm like, I don't think nah. you were on the field. Yeah, dude. I don't think you were playing. I, uh, Did you get paid? Did I had an Angels... I had an Angels email address, and I still I try to not say we. I've done it, of course, but um, and that's because I've been an Angel fan my whole life, so I do feel like a part of the team in a weird way. Right. But at the same time, it's like eh, they're doing the work. Yeah. So my thing is, uh, I don't know, and it's also it's like it's like uh, you know Mike Trout's not going home, you know, 
arguing over his, you know, over your life. Right. He's he's going home to his hot wife and and all that stuff. So yeah, it's like he's living his know, life, making millions. So my po- it, it's uh, I don't know. It's it is strange, and it, it, maybe it is a cult, dude. I don't know. Um, there is brainwashing for sure in in Facebook and Instagram and all these things. Like when you hashtag something. Your goal is for them to click on that thing so they can so see they can more see pictures. Every, the other, yeah. Right. So it's, it, 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 there are, there are aspects. I mean, honestly, you can look at almost anything and go, that's a cult. A Gatorade. That's a cult. Yeah. Oh, you, you drink know? that sugar water. Right, whoa, right, whoa, right, whoa. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, I brought it, that for you, by the way. Oh, so. thanks, man. I just, I saw this nice Gatorade just chilling and then I'm drinking Coors Lights at 1037 in the morning, 1040. 1040. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's weird, man. It's like, um, Social media really can, like, make you feel like a different person. But I want to I wanna segue into this um, because I, I have it, but I don't have it to the level you do. Let's talk about your anxiety. Okay. Um, if you don't if, – first no, of all, I've fine. had other people talk about their anxiety and I and what I do because everybody's going to have a different definition. Yeah. Like, how do you define – if you can explain it um, in simple terms, what does anxiety feel like to you or what's your definition of anxiety? Um – it's like putting your hand in an anthill in all reality. Not not the red ones, but like the black ones where you can just feel thousands of things happening ah, at the same time. Sure. And trying to focus on all of them mentally while performing a physical task. I mean, you know, I work on a ranch. I'm throwing hay. I'm doing this. You know, I do a lot of physical work. Right. But in my head, I'm going through... The nails that were poking out on the the banister on my stairs when I was leaving the house today. I'm going over the fact that the the hinge creaked a little bit, and it's not OCD because I'll get home mm. and I don't fix everything. But in my head, it's just this giant jumble of a million and a half things going on. It's like nothing's ever satisfying. Right. Yeah. I'm never. I'm never quite there. And and you know, and if we talked about this, yeah. I had a huge problem drinking when I lived here. Sure. I would get off of work at three, four o'clock. Yeah. I would go two blocks away to a friend's house who I missed dearly. I haven't seen him in a long time. Sure. Um, and we would sit for hours and just get obliterated. Right. And that was my turning the shit off, like right. turning my head off. Yeah. Smoking pot, you know. I'm not a big hardcore drug user. I've tried a lot of things, but, sure. you know, alcohol, alcohol and you know, I've kind of weaned it into cigarettes at this point, not that it's any better, mm-hmm. um, but I'm learning how to categorize everything and how to, right. how to do it. And I went to therapy for years and years and years because yeah. I, I had a, I don't know. I don't think anybody's from a perfect home, you know, Nobody. my parents split when, when I was two and my dad's been married four times, you know, three times. You have a, uh, you know, it's weird about your particular case though where some people have anxiety and they just kind of like self-medicate with alcohol or they don't ever try medication or or things that even if you're not a medication person cool i've never judged somebody for not going on medication i am no professional so i can't tell somebody right. i think you should go on this yeah because everybody's body's different right. so everybody's not like people i've had people go well i would never take I'm not even gonna say the drugs because it doesn't matter. See, I would get more anxiety taking these pills. Right, right, and that's the thing. So you, you know, just, okay, so you know that. But here's the thing: what I think is really admirable about you is that instead of like just facing it with alcohol and staying in this town and and, and making you know a solid living, 
hanging out with the people that we know and love, um, you were like, you know what? I need a change. And you had talked about Colorado for like eight months leading up to it. Right. And you said, I might take this. I don't know. And you was probably given anxiety to take that, that's a, that opportunity. And then you go out and unlike me, who've moved two different times, I fucking come back in four months. You go out and you, this is your first time back. And that was over a year ago. Yeah. So it's like maybe a year and a half. That's uh, right. Right. A year, three months. Right. Right. So, so my point is, you know, you, you your anxiety is going to follow you. Oh yeah. It doesn't go away. Yeah. yeah. But you knew that as great as California is and the situation you were in was and comfortable as you were, you got out of your comfort zone because you knew that your anxiety could be better somewhere else and more maintained, more maintained. Right. That was absolutely it. Um, I was talking to my wife, uh, before I came over, which is why a couple minutes late. Um, it was so much easier to manage it when I didn't feel – it's not that I was so connected, but I, I just let it all go. I, I gave up the social media stuff for a couple right. of months. I gave up, you know, drinking. Um, you know, last time I talked to yeah, you. Yeah, I remember I, I, right, I talked to you and you right were Right in like, the middle of Colorado and I told you, I said I had to stop. Like yeah. just cold turkey. You know, I quit smoking cigarettes. I quit, I quit smoking pot. And I live in a state where – the best beer, in my opinion, may be different, but some of the best beer is brewed in Colorado. Some of the best weed is grown in Colorado. Legal over there? Legal. Yeah. I mean, just because I have a driver's license out there, I'm allowed to grow 12 plants. I might be wrong about the number, but it's somewhere in there. Somebody, Somebody's listening right now. It's 14 plants, asshole. Yeah. Um, no, uh, you know, here's the thing. Um, also, you went to a place, you were always an outdoors guy in a place that, you know, there's some hiking and there's some stuff, but... You went to the mecca of outdoors. There's no, in there's Colorado. nothing like yeah. it. I, I live in a town, like I said, 2,500 people. I'm surrounded by hundreds of thousands of miles of national forest, and I don't have to drive to go to it. I've left my house numerous times with a backpack for five days, and just left right. and walked back to my house. Um, but the anxiety thing, it really came to a head when I started thinking about relationships and like what I wanted. And, and I was fortunate enough to find my wife now. Hi babe. Um, <laughs> but Shout I out. do, I was able to find somebody and I didn't have to lie to her. Right. I didn't have to, and that's gotta be a follow this weird thing of living in California yeah. and all this other stuff. Yeah, like, that's hey. what's cool about that is that's being real. And like, it's not that I don't like LA people cause I love them, but I book a lot of Midwestern comics and, uh, east coast and all that stuff but midwest for the most but not not because they're they are great comics they're comics that will make it in my opinion but they're so kind and they're so grateful for the stage time and when you meet la people or wherever you're at southern california there's always that like and i have it there's always that like um well i'm from southern california so i'm better than you vibe absolutely you know what i mean but when you go to somewhere else and you meet somebody that like Dude, don't tell me that you know an actor. Fucking just be yourself. Right. That's and you didn't go looking for love. That's not why you went. No, that's you not went why for I went a whole at all. Other reason, and and I think it's a it's um, textbook. It's like living proof that that those that love and relationships can find you. You don't have to find them. And and you went for another reason, and you stayed for that reason. And then you're like, oh, I met this person. I'm for sure staying. Right. Because if I go back. There's nothing there for me besides, sure, there's friends and there's, there's this, but you can 
this isn't going anywhere. Right. And we were just, we were, you and I were having breakfast this morning yeah. and what we were talking about specifically was our friends and the way it's all just gone to shit. It really hasn't. Everybody's it's just It's not that it's gone to shit because they're great people. They're doing it, – it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's that everybody reached something in their life where everybody they had to make touch. a decision. Everybody moves on and it's not I don't like this person. I can't hang out with them. It's like I need to get my career a little further than it needs. I need my family a little further. So I'm going to stop hanging out every night and maybe like once every two weeks see these people. Right. But we're all adults. Like I don't get to see the people that we know – more than once every three months at, at – and that's like a group thing. I'm going to see them because you're in town and I saw them 4th of July. But like I'm so focused on stand-up and this podcast that – and I'll, I'll interview some of them, of course, if they're down. But I um, I realized that I my life wasn't progressing. It's not because of them at all. It's because I didn't want to grow up. So I hung out with the people I grew up with to suppress like me growing and it's not i have a lot in common with them there's stuff i don't have in common with them i love them as people but i i'm not even hanging out with the same people even with comics like i have i have my like comic group but like i don't even see them every night i'm working on my craft because it's helping with my depression and so it's not that hanging out with people doesn't because you know you could vent and you can do these things and it does help the love is there right like you said before, I've had freakouts and those buses of people were the people we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. So I will never forget that. And, and you know to this I know day, that I, if I needed them, they'd, they'd be 100%. And yep. So it's it's never – it's a nothing but love. But it was like I need to move on for to better myself. And they love me so they understand that and appreciate that. So – and I, I'm very grateful for that group of friends and other groups of friends and family because if they really love you, they'll let you do you and then – when it's time to hang out, they're there. Right. And and I'm always there for them. It's a two-way street. So, right. um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, that's a thing, dude. Like, your anxiety really fucked with you here and it still fucks with you there. But you have the love of your life. You have the outdoors. You have a whole new life out there. Right. That. And that, I didn't create this mask. Right. I went out there with the ability to say no. You didn't no. run away from your problems. No, not at all. That's what's great. Yeah. I went out there and the biggest thing was the ability to say no for me. The ability to tell somebody I don't like them. Right. Especially like with my wife. I mean, I've been in a bunch of relationships and shit's gone sideways, upside down. I've been thrown through whatever. But when her and I sat down and she does something that I don't like, I just tell her very simply, very nice, very honest. I don't, I'm not coming home shit faced from my buddy's house after work every day. You know, I'm not blowing hundreds of dollars a week on Coors Light. You know, I know that we're drinking one, but one's okay. Two for four, dude. 7 Eleven. It's good. Okay. Like, right. Um, <laughs> but it was the ability to say no and then the ability to have peace, man. My phone doesn't work at my house. My phone doesn't work at, at my Yeah, we job. have a mutual friend, and I go, uh, Cody, whatever. It's not a, it's not yeah. a bad thing. Um, he was like, I don't even have Galaxy's like new number. And I was like, I gave it to him, and I was like, honestly, dude, I don't know if he's going to be able to get this call right now. Yeah. And he's like, he was like, what do you mean? I go, he doesn't always have reception. And like, Cody is somebody that's just like me when it comes to phones. Like, he knows what it's like to not have one. Right. But the, the look on his face was like, Whoa. Like, 
I didn't realize that you cannot have reception in a place consistently. It's badass right. here. I can turn on Pandora and drive everywhere. Sure. And have it. But you can also live a life yeah. without it. You don't you don't need it. Yeah, I don't care. Which is great. If and, it and, dies, yeah. it dies. Right. You Pandora know? is awesome. If Oof. I know how to get a hold of someone or go where I'm going, I don't need my phone anymore. You don't I, I need don't. your phone. Yeah, no, I mean it's like uh I ask people this question often and the the, the it's not even a positive. This is weird. So I always tell them, I said, if you can have one day away, like if, if you forgot two things that you have, you have an option, you can forget one of two items, Okay. your wallet with all your money, cash ID or your cell phone. It's not even a fucking race. They go, leave my wallet, yeah. leave my phone. It's yeah. not even, and it's like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, and by the way, your money isn't linked up on your phone. So you can't swipe it. Right. Still. I'll take my phone. Still. Phone. hundred yeah. percent. Is it fully charged? Like, yeah. no, 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 no. do I have a solar charger? Yeah, can yeah, I keep yeah. re- like, can yeah, I get yeah. unlimited data yeah. or whatever? Hundred percent. But like, they're like, and I'm like, well, what are you gonna do about like food and stuff? What are you gonna do about that? Like, what are you gonna do about, um, you know, gas? What if you, you get stranded? It's it's not even close. It's so weird that it's like, give me a fucking pause. I'm just like, phone or wallet? Well, I'm definitely gonna fucking leave my wallet. Yeah. Like, like, what if you what? get pulled over? Yeah. There's so many things in my head. I'm like. I'm a wallet guy. I, I for, for sure know that I need my iced coffee and I'm never going to yeah. ask somebody to pay for it for right. me. And although I'm a regular in a lot of places, I would never want them to be like, oh, it's on the house today. You don't have, you know, yeah. I don't like that feeling. So, uh, as much as I know I'm thinking of my phone, the wallet is more essential to my life. I'm going to start asking people that question. Yeah. It's, see. A, it's a fun question. Just, well, I mean, I guarantee if you bring, if you bring it in Colorado, it's, it's definitely it, the opposite. It's the opposite, right? But if you bring it up here, but you'd be surprised though. Yeah. There's people, I mean, there's, there's, we have, no, we have sure. Wi-Fi everywhere, whatever, but it, it would, it would probably be an even 50, 50 split. It would because... be a much, you know what? They would be thinking about it way more. Right. Like I asked comics at that question and they're like, cause there's a lot of comics like myself that are struggling. So they'll be like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm taking my phone. There's no money in my wallet. <laughs> yeah, no, I, right. Um, so I get that, but like, um, I have the, I have a really cool friend, Matt Jones, who's like all about, you know, like self-help, but not in like a preachy way. Right. And he's like, he's like, he's a, he's a Tony Robbins guy, but he also knows that Tony Robbins is ridiculous. Right. So like, he's like, he's, he's really, I asked him that question and he really thought about it. And he said, um, he said something that it was like, I was like, oh, well that makes sense. He goes, I mean, as much as I write in a journal and all stuff, like I like having my phone because I go in notes and I just like write things like that I'm observing every day. And I do, That's I do the this best app on my phone right. is the notes. notes. Yeah. And I so, keep like a little journal. Right. I keep, I do that too. And yeah. I, 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 every standup show I have, people have like notebooks. I probably should have one because like my phone goes into like lock mode and I can't see my notes anyways. Like trying to find on the way over here. It went right. into temperature mode and I couldn't figure yeah. out where we were. I end up just like writing notes right before I do a set bullet points. Oh, I'll do this bit. I'll do this bit. I'll do this bit. Oh, I can do this one. I feel out the room or whatever. But, um, Notes is, notes is huge for me too, man, for, for a lot of things. So when he said that, I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. He's not just going to be like on, you know, Facebook the whole time. Like he uses all that stuff because you have to promote as a comic and he's an actor too. But like, um, but he's also the same kind of guy. He goes, oh man, I don't have the money. I don't like, I, I don't need, I don't need my wallet. But, um, at the same time, you know, you, it's like my biggest thing in my wallet is my, my license. Like it's not, it's like, it's not to get into clubs or doing that like that. I feel like my license is my identity. 
And like, it's so weird to not have that in my wallet. Right. And like at work too, I have to, I have a scan card in my wallet so I can't get into the doors of work. Right. Like there's a lot of reasons that I need my wallet. Like, um, I don't have like, you know, whatever those pictures, those, four, I don't even know what the measurements are, but you remember like people used to have like the photo booth pictures. Oh yeah. yeah the yeah, the yeah. dropout. Four by six. Yeah. Like the dropout. Like, Hey, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's my family. Right, like, right. Yeah. I don't think anybody does no, that. No, we should bring that back. We should bring that back. We dude. should honestly if just Pokemon's start. Pokemon's back. Why can't that yeah, be no back? Shit. Dude? Photo we should just start taking pictures of Photo our friends and have them like. Yeah, we dude. just show them. Yeah. You pull out the, these are my friends. Yeah, these aren't my kids, but they're my cousins' kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, that gets a little weird carrying on pictures of other people's kids. That might well, you know, dude, I'm pretty sure I can get more girls if I showed like if if they thought it was my kid. I mean, yeah. I, my cousins have gorgeous kids. There's no way they're gonna think that I I helped it with that. Um... So, uh, yeah, we're almost done here. I, th- here's where I want to end. Do you have any advice for people dealing with anxiety? Because you have an interesting story where you didn't run away from your problems, but you went to another place. I changed my for- situation. Right. Would, would that be your advice for other people? No, because um, it was hard, man. It was really hard walking away from, uh, from everything that I knew, right. my, my, the, the greater adolescent part of my life. Sure. Um, I'm, it's a tough one. Um, as far as like advice, I mean, you have to be passionate about something. Uh-huh. You really have to find something in your life that allows you to have that outlet. This we this is and it goes back to this. I think it's anything in life. You know, having a job. Sure, you may have gotten a girl pregnant. You may have to have a job to support whatever. I didn't get For, a girl pregnant. No, I mean, in general, in yeah. general, yeah. Um, I'm waiting till marriage. Yeah, I'm I'm married. I don't have kids either, but. Um, it, it, you have to find this passion, man. I mean, you saw me go from cars and from all of this. You know, I run a, a very successful dog sledding company. Dude, now. that's so weird. I called your your cell phone this morning because you uh, didn't pick up, and it went to the voicemail. Yeah. And I was like, did I hear dog sledding? Like, this yeah. is so strange. Like, what are you fucking Cuba getting junior? Like, <laughs> or Paul Walker did one too. May he rest in peace. I'm pretty sure they both did dog sledding movies. Yeah, they're both terrible. Um, Snow dogs is one of them. Yeah, it's terrible. Snow, I don't know the other. Yeah, of course. But um, but I went and I changed. You changed your life. I dude. just changed my life. And it's not that I don't have anxiety. But what, what would you your advice have. be with somebody that, that physically can't make that change? It, write shit down, honestly. Right. And write if it's too hard for down. you to write, record in your phone. Yeah. Because we all know you have the phone. Yeah. So, you um, left your wallet at home. Yeah, just go to the fucking the free voice recorder thing. Honestly, and, uh, getting saying it yeah. out loud. I know people. I people ask me like, "Hey, when I'm really depressed, picking up a pen feels like a lot of work." And I go, "I get it. Here's what you should do: if you have feelings that you can just talk a little bit into, yeah, talk I'm, about it, I'm and then when you're good, good, listen to them back, and then maybe write those down and go. This is how well, I felt when I was I at this think time. That you, I think that getting it, saying it out loud, man. I think like, you were mm-hmm. you're one of very few people. And after this comes out, unfortunately, everybody's going to know what I've been going through. Um. I didn't tell anybody, man. And once I started like meeting guys like you and and really was able to just accept that I'm okay. I'm just a little bit off. Or a little but bit every, different. Here's the thing. What I've learned is like I, I, I know comics now that have like – and I'm sorry I bring in comics. That's just something that's big in my life. But like they, they have like autism and Asperger's and all that stuff. And uh, I heard a story about one of them that, that I know – was like outside and was kind of like just by himself and ralphie may who's like a great comic yeah 
goes up to him and goes, hey, man, like, don't mind me asking, but you got a little something off with you, right? And they're like, yeah, autism. And he's like, I think we're all a little bit on the spectrum. Like, or, or he goes, I think we all have a little something, is what he said. And I couldn't agree more. Like, the thing is, is whether it's a mental illness, whether it's, um, you know, a, a disability, whatever you want to call it, um, it doesn't matter. Like, everybody has – and that took me a long time to realize I was very selfish in thinking I was, a, I was the only one. And, and you're not alone. And anxiety, you're not alone. Depression, you're not alone. Autism, you're not alone. Everything that you can – schizophrenia, um, situational depression, all that stuff, you're not alone. Um, and once you start to realize that and hear other people's stories and podcasts really helped my life listening to them and it gave me the courage. Infamous Chronicles is, the, is it, had I not done that episode, there's no way I'd be doing this. And You know, yeah. I'm actually really impressed with this. This was something that I saw you going towards this direction and, and in all honesty, just sitting here talking to you, I know we got computers and yeah. recording. It's just me and you though. There's nobody yeah, else. There's in nobody the else in here. Yeah. And, and it's just, so, dude, it's such a freeing experience just yeah. to say these words and look at your eyes. Right. So, like, talk to people about this. If, right. if any asshole the worst ever thing you shuts do you down, let it build up. Yeah. yeah. That's, and you and I both were guilty uh, of that. Them. I mean, like, it's weird because the stories that are going to come out, man, like, I did, I'm still, because I haven't, and they're not, they're not on, on the mic or even on paper yet, um, still struggling with like how I'm going to do it. Cause there's going to be a lot of tears and all that stuff. But like at the end of the day, it's like, you're going to feel so much weight off your shoulder, so to speak, right. To get that off. Like, uh, you know, venting is so important and, and you can do it anyway, whether it's drawing or writing or, you know, performing music, whatever find, it is, find a way to say as how long as it's not, um, self, you know, destructing right self-medicating right, with right. alcohol or pills or taking weed the wrong medications um driving on the wrong side of the road get your jollies off don't do don't, that i mean listen don't don't um if, if your if your vice is something that's that's probably a negative thing don't do it like i mean performing stand-up has helped me but it's not for everybody no it's a fucking hard thing. i couldn't do it yeah it's it's a. Uh, but I mean, because I've struggled with so much rejection in life, like that, like if I don't hear laughs, I'm like, oh, well, fine, on the next joke. Yeah. But I started later because of that. I knew if I started at 19 and 20 when I didn't have life experience, really, right? I was going. If I bombed, I'd be like, I'm never doing this again. And I knew that it was something I wanted to do. I just needed, I needed to wait till sports casting died down. And I didn't think it was going to be this early, but it did. Right. It happened, and uh, that's hard to deal with too. And I talked about it on This Is Rad, a podcast with Kyle Clark, a meltdown. Um, I didn't do between us, like. And everybody else. Yeah. Um, I had talked about suicide attempts and all that stuff on podcasts before I talked about sports casting in because talked about identity a little earlier. Like sports casting was my identity, right? Well, on top of having depression. So like my thing was, um, I told Kyle, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. Dude. Like I don't know if I can talk about this um, this situation in my life because I don't know if I'm ready. And he goes, All right, man. Like, but when you're ready, let me know. So I finally hit him up and I said, I'm ready. And I didn't realize how freeing that was because I, su- I pr- suppressed – it was two-hour conversation. I suppressed all that stuff. Um, and then I talked about another one on Kane Holloway's podcast uh, for your first time – or your first time, YFT. Okay. Um, and, and it's like I got so much out that I needed to get out. And it was like, okay, this is what I want to do since I was nine and I'm no longer doing it. But why am I not doing it? Why did I stop at 29? Why will if, – if I got offered a, a job at ESPN, why would I turn that down? What What is the reasoning? And I got to the bottom of it, and it was just that it no longer felt like my passion. It was like 
I got far, but I knew that depression was always going to affect it. And it wasn't worth it for me to be in that game anymore of that, that grind stand up in this podcast. I'm allowed to be my depressed self as long as well as my happy self. Every aspect of Casey's going to be on this and that I had to be professional and I had to be on my game at hundred percent. And if I wasn't, then why would they? And I get it. I understand right. from a business yeah, like standpoint. Why, why, why would I hire you? Why would I want a guy that's great seventy five percent of the time when I can have a guy that's great a hundred percent of the time? I get it. Right. So you're great a hundred percent of the time, just so you know that. Thanks, man. But from from on the radio and stuff, yeah. you can only you can only fake so much, dude. I uh, listen back to to games after I did the podcast. I'm like, oh, how did they not fire me then? <laughs> right. Like I was like, I, I was. It was just now battering number. And like it's just so bad. Uh, but here's the thing. We're going to end. But um, is there any shout outs that you have that you want to say while you're on it? And it's probably gone in a couple weeks. Yeah. No, honestly, man, I, I, I really just wanted to do this for, for you. I, I really thought that this was something that's going to turn into something really good. And I see the positive in you coming out about thanks, this. Man. Yeah. And um, well, thanks for doing it. I know it's not easy. Like I've it's asked. It's not. It's weird. It's, it is I've, weird. I had anxiety all morning sure. about it. I yeah. Did you purpose- out I knew you bit. were purposely not coming here on time <laughs> because it was like I get it, dude. Yeah. It is a thing that you need to smoke another cigarette and drive around. Oh yeah, it. I get it. I yeah. Get it. No, I mean it, it was it was it was nerve wracking, but I, I'm so glad that I got a chance to actually do this because I think it's really important for people to talk about this shit. We hide it so much. Yeah. It's so taboo. You it's- hear all these like these these things going on with shootings and all that, and, and then right. the first thing that comes out on CNN is like, well, they, they found out he had a mental illness, and yeah, and then you find out like people knew about it, and it's like it's like I'm not saying that the like, here's the thing, um, people have there have been a lot of advocates that are celebrities that are big names that have been there. It's much better than it used to be. But it still needs to get better. You have to talk about shit, right. man. Talk about your feelings, right? And um, it's it's hard as a guy, dude. I think we forget like how yeah. hard it is as a dude. When you gotta that. be macho yeah. and you gotta and high school with this, uh, it was brutal. Because you were the yeah. soft kid, right? There was a well, jock, and then I was you were the, the kid like, that was trying to be a jock that knew he wasn't a jock that just wanted to should have been in the, the back of band class somewhere I, playing dude, I, I, I was in hello dolly and i was like maybe i should have done this i'm looking back like i should have just been in it like doing I, did, acting. I did theater as yeah, well. yeah you did i saw the newspaper yeah. clipping of you um all right man well i i, I i'm not gonna give out your your handle or your information because that would be uh that would be really ridiculous after we just talked about social media and how it's bad but yeah. Um, if there's any emails that come in that have questions, I'll definitely get those to you. If you guys want to come find me, Pagosa Dog Sledding Adventure, Pagosa <laughs> Springs, Colorado. Dude, there could be somebody listening in Pagosa right now, dude. You Absolutely. never know. Yeah, and you'll share the link. Yeah. Um, cheers, man. Cheers, Thank you man. for doing this, and uh, welcome home, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. This is uh, this concludes an episode of Discussing Depression with Casey Moran, and uh, we will be back next week with an exciting new episode. Not sure who I'm interviewing yet, so uh, I will keep you going. But I will talk to you guys next week and girls. Thank you very much for listening. One love. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.